Hey everyone, welcome back to Fan Fable. I hope you had a lovely weekend. Today's episode is going to be a bit long. I've prepared seven one-shots for you all. We're going to be focusing on fluff one-shots, and if you don't remember what they were from last week, fluff one-shots are basically feel-good stories that may or may not include excessive details. It really depends on the writer. What I found during my time as a reader and writer is that fluff one-shots tend to be a lot shorter than angst shots. A lot of that is because most of the time, they're little snippets of the character's daily life. Or, I guess it's a lot easier to make a fluffy feel-good scene, whereas it's a bit difficult to create despair in your readers with less than 500 words. Although it definitely is possible. Before we get started, I wanted to familiarize you with some words that will definitely come up during my readings. And those words will primarily be in Korean, because a lot of these fanfictions that I read are about idols and idol groups. And I think once we start getting into pop culture or anime fanfiction, I'll teach you words that you notice will come up quite often in those stories. I think another positive thing about fanfiction is that they do teach you more than just morals. You get to learn new words from a different language, you get to learn about the culture of the characters, and whatever other information that these writers include into their stories. For example, if you read something like sci-fi or an alternate universe story, you can learn interesting tidbits just by reading those stories. Writers definitely put a lot of effort and research into what they craft, and that's just another reason why I really enjoy reading. So, the word I wanted to teach you guys was jagi. Jagi. J-A-G-I. Jagi. It's actually short for jagia. Jagia. Which is a term of endearment in Korean. It's used between couples, whether they're married or unmarried. It basically translates to honey, sweetie, or darling. The trifecta of all cringy couple nicknames. Another word is obik. Obik. O-H-B-A-E-K. O means five in Korean, and bek means 100. Put it together, obek means 500. If you come across any terms that I wasn't able to cover this week or last week, feel free to let me know on Twitter or Tumblr, or even my anchor page. Oh yeah, and before we dive right into the stories, I wanted to tell you guys that we are live on five different streaming services right now. So we're available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Radio Public. You'll find all of the links in my anchor page, anchor.fm forward slash fanfable, and Tumblr, fanfable.tumblr.com. So you can start listening to this podcast however you prefer. Okay, so enough of that fluff. Today I'll be reading 7 fluff one-shots. Some may or may not feature a little bit of angst, but I'll let you discover that for yourself. Six of the seven one-shots are from the same writers from last week, Jim and Scabs. But this time, we're also featuring another author from the same website, Admin A. And we're also going to feature one story from a different writer from a different website. The writer's name is Googie, and I really hope I'm saying that right. They're one of my favorite artists on Tumblr, and you would not believe how excited I got when they replied to my message, allowing me to read their stories on the podcast. 
I was pretty much freaking out. I'm really excited because they're definitely one of those writers who I feel is breaking the norm of fanfiction. And they're so talented. Honestly, if they'd ever publish a book, I would buy it in a heartbeat. I actually pre-recorded reading each story for today's show and have decided to split this into two parts. This is part one and we're going to read six one-shots today and part two will be dedicated to solely reading Cookie's one-shot. Without further ado, let's kick off episode two, part one. Comfort is a one-shot under 1,000 words. It features Korean idol Kim Seok-jin from BTS and is tagged to be a fluff piece. It is written by Admin A from Tumblr Jimin's Cabs. Warning, the commissioner specifically requested for the reader to have paranoia. If this does not sit well with you, please fast forward to the next one shot. You jumped, whipping your head around to stare at your window. You swore you heard something that sounded suspiciously like tapping. You bit your lip, eyeing your window waiting for it to happen again, but to no avail. After a few moments, your fear faded and you turned back to your computer to talk to your boyfriend. You sighed, smiling as Jin sent you countless lines filled with sparkly hearts. He was such a cutie. Your hands flew over your keyboard when it happened again. The tapping. You squeaked, spinning around so fast it made your head spin, and you zeroed in on your window. You leapt out of your seat, shaking as you ran to the window. You had sworn you saw someone's hand disappear below the pane outside. But that couldn't be possible. You were on the sixth floor. You felt your eyes well with tears, and you snatched your phone off your desk with shaky hands as you all but ran out of your bedroom slamming the door behind you. You quickly dialed Jin's number, taking deep breaths to calm yourself down. Hey, Jin answered, and you sighed in relief, just hearing his voice. Hey, you said unsteadily, moving to stand by your front door. You didn't feel safe. You felt like someone was watching you. Are you okay? Jin said worriedly, and you could hear shuffling on his end of the line. What's wrong? I I thought I heard someone tapping at my window. You felt the tears slide down your cheek as you imagined someone climbing through your bedroom window and into your apartment. Juggy, you're on the sixth floor, Jin sighed softly, and you could hear wind blowing through the receiver. It's not possible, okay? I know, I just, I... You froze as you heard the noise again, and it became hard for you to breathe. I feel like someone's watching me. It doesn't feel right. All right, calm down, he said, hearing your breaths come in short pants. I'm on my way. I'll be there in two minutes. Just stay on the line. Okay. You breathed, thankful that he only lived a five-minute walk away. You opened your front door backing out of your apartment and leaving the door open as you walked down the hallway to meet him at the elevator, and you immediately felt better. Tagi? Jin questioned. You there? I'm here. I'm at the elevator, waiting. 
You wiped at your face, not wanting to take your eyes off your apartment door in case someone came out and you needed to run. I'm walking in now. I'm going to hang up. The line went dead and your heart began to race. You felt vulnerable, exposed as you waited. You took a few steps back towards your apartment. When you heard the door creak on its hinges and you jumped on the elevator, ding loudly, indicating that someone was getting off on your floor. Your heart pounded in your chest, nerves churned in your stomach. You knew it was Jin, but what if it wasn't? You jumped as the doors opened and Jin walked out, his brows furrowing as he noticed just how scared you were. Jaggi, Jin frowned as you flinched when he reached for you. What happened? He settled for holding your hand, pulling you close against his side as his gaze flicked between your tear-streaked cheeks and your open apartment door. I, I heard tapping while we were talking, and I turned around and nothing was there, so I ignored it. Then it happened again, and I swear I saw someone's hand, Jin. You spoke quickly, your voice breaking. So I left the room, but it felt like someone was watching me following me i just i couldn't stay in there i'll go take a look jin said intensely his eyes hardening did you want to wait here i can call jimin or someone to wait with you if you want you shook your head your grip tightening on jin's hand as he nodded he stalked towards your apartment holding you behind him and moving your hand to hold onto the back of his shirt he pushed your apartment door open tentatively looking around your living room before pulling you inside and closing the door behind you. He walked through your apartment with you in tow, looking in every cupboard, behind every door, and around every corner, anywhere someone could hide. He even stuck his head out your window, but found nothing. You relaxed as Jin let the tension out of his shoulders, and he turned to wrap his arms around your waist. There's no one here. He kissed the top of your head, and you felt incredibly embarrassed. I'm sorry, you whispered as your face flushed. No, no. Jin pulled back to stare down at you, his eyes softening. Anything scares you like that again? Call me, and I'll be here. I don't care what it is. If you can't reach me, you call one of the other guys, okay? You nodded, the nerves fading as Jin pulled you out of your bedroom and back into your living room. I'll stay here tonight, he said softly pulling you down onto the couch as he tucked your head underneath his chin. Is that okay? You nodded, so glad you had such a caring boyfriend. You curled into his side as he turned on the TV, and any fear you had disappeared as you listened to his heartbeat. I love you, you whispered, and Jin tightened his hold around you protectively. Did that scare you a little bit? I feel as though it had a little bit of a thriller feel to it. The next one shot features Min Yoongi from BTS. It's tagged to be a fluff piece and is under 400 words. It's also written by Admin A from Jimin's Cavs. You yawned as you made your way through the building, clutching your coffee like it was your life. You rubbed the sleep out of your eyes as you knocked on the studio door, glaring as Yoongi let you in looking awake and alert. Took you long enough, he said, moving to sit back in his chair in front of the computer. You woke me up. <sighs> you yawned, 
at 3 a.m. because... Yoongi rolled his eyes at you, reaching over to pull you into his lap. He took your coffee out of your hand and set it on his desk, out of your reach. I told you, I had something to show you, he said lazily, pulling you against his chest so he could move his arms around you to work the mouse on his computer. It's too early for you to be drinking coffee. It's bad for you. You're bad for me, you pouted, leaning your head on his shoulder, closing your eyes. Yoongi sighed, slapping the side of your face lightly. Don't fall asleep, idiot, he mumbled, nudging you with his bulky headphones. Listen to this. You groaned, placing the headphones over your ears. You loved Yoongi's music. You really did, but it could have waited at least another four hours. You perked up when Yoongi pressed the spacebar on his keyboard, and smooth beats filled your ears. It was different to his usual heavy hip-hop that he shows you. This was melodic. Smooth. Yeah, there were heavy drops in the bass, but its overall feel was soft. Pleasing. You smiled up at him as the music cut out. It's not done yet, Yoongi muttered. He looked a little flustered as he pulled the headphones off your head. I thought you'd like it. What do you think? I love it, you beamed. It's different to your usual stuff. I know. He looked down at you sheepishly. That's why I thought you'd like it. Hey, I like your other stuff. I know. He whispered, kissing the top of your head. You leant back against his shoulder as he told you about his processes, his inspiration, the program he used. Your eyelids grew heavy as he spoke and you settled into his chest. Whatever, you thought. Yoongi was more comfortable than your bed anyway. What did you think of our shortest one-shot? This is an example of a one-shot that only features a snippet of the character's lifestyle, but still manages to get you giddy. The following one-shot stars Jung Hoseok from BTS. It's a fluff one-shot written with 609 words. The author is Admin A from Jimin's Cats. You sighed as you dawdled up the stairs to your apartment. You had gone to pick up Hosok from the airport, but his manager had called to inform you they had some extra business to attend to and wouldn't be flying home for an additional week. You hated these overseas promotions. He was always gone for months at a time, and you were left alone in your shared apartment. It felt too quiet without Hosok, too empty, and it depressed you. You mapped out the week in your head, considering taking on extra hours at work to keep yourself busy, but you dismissed the thought in case Hosok got to come home early. You looked at your phone, hoping to see a message from him apologizing for being kept away saying he missed you, but nothing. He must be really busy. You hadn't spoken to him in a few days, and you missed his voice. His dorky laugh. You hesitated at your door, not wanting to push the key into the lock, not wanting to walk into a dark, empty apartment alone. You were supposed to have Hosok. He made everything better. He could make anywhere feel like home. God, you missed him. Hesitantly, you unlocked your door, pushing it open with your foot. You didn't even bother turning on the light as you made your way through your dim apartment to the living room. 
dumping your bag and coat on the back of the couch, when suddenly, the light turned on. You blinked as your eyes adjusted to the scene before you. Namjoon, Jin, Yoongi, Jungkook, Taehyung, and Jimin stood in your living room in front of the TV, smiling widely at you as they gestured to something, or someone, behind you. And your eyes filled with tears as you turned. Hosok was dressed in a full suit, down on one knee as he grinned at you. Your heart began to race, and you covered your mouth with your hands so he wouldn't see your bottom lip quiver as you struggled to hold back your tears. You really miss that stupid face. Zagi, he smiled. I'm sorry we had to trick you, but I needed time to get here. You could feel your hands shaking as he lifted his hand, a small red box sitting in his palm. He opened it, revealing a simple silver ring with a green stone in the middle. I love you more than anything, he started. I can't imagine living my life without you. You felt the tears begin to stream down your face, and Hosok chuckled as he spoke. Will you marry me? You couldn't speak. You were too afraid to open your mouth in case you made some weird sobbing old lady voice. You rubbed at your eyes, as Hosok sighed, an endearing smile on his face as he stood and pulled your hand from your face, using his thumb to wipe the tears from underneath your eyes. Stop crying, you idiot, he said gently, smiling down at you. Just say yes. Yes, you laughed, grinning widely as he placed the ring on your finger, kissing your forehead as he turned you around. Now smile for the camera, he exclaimed as you spun around to see Jin with a video camera in his hand. No, don't film me, you cried, burying your face into Hosok's chest as the group laughed, congratulating you. I missed you, Hosok whispered as he kissed the top of your head. You wound your arms around his waist, and he circled his arms around your shoulder, enveloping you. You weren't planning on letting go anytime soon. This one was just so cute. Did you imagine the character was you? The next one-shot is an angst fluff one-shot, featuring Park Jimin from BTS. This piece is under 1,800 words, and is written by Admin A. You'd think that a 10-year relationship would mean something, right? Like maybe at that point you'd start thinking about marriage and kids and a house, a life together that was more than just this. You didn't know where you and Jimin were going, and it unnerved you. Were you going to spend another 10 years as you were now? In the same apartment with the same doubts going through your head? It was the biggest fight the two of you had had in a while. You had expressed your insecurities, and right away, Jimin grew defensive, asking you why you weren't sure, saying that if you really loved him, you wouldn't need any clarification that the two of you were meant to be. The worries you felt were not doubts about your feelings for Jimin. You loved him more than anything that much you knew would never change. But you were worried about how Jimin saw you, he said he loved you, but did he love you enough to be with you forever? To grow old with you? Or was he going to wake up one morning and decide you didn't have what he wanted? I love you, Jimin, you cried, throwing your hands in the air as he huffed angrily. Don't you dare question that, but I need to know that this relationship, us, 
means something to you? Or are we going to spend another 10 years in the same place we are now? The same place? He retorted. You mean in love? He retorted. You mean in love? Together? Happy? If that's what you're talking about, then yes. I hope we stay like this. You shook your head, turning your back on your boyfriend as you raked your nails through your hair. Did he not see where you were coming from? Were you being unreasonable? You took in a shaky breath, shutting the door to your bedroom, and you swear you could hear Jimin shuffle on the other side. You wanted him to come in, to sit down and talk to you about how you were feeling, but he never came, though you could see his shadow under the door. You'd never fought with him so badly before. Any argument had you apologizing or Jimin circling his arms around you in a hug that wouldn't end for a while. You weren't sure what to do. You couldn't take back anything you'd said, and you couldn't help but wonder if maybe you'd screwed everything up. He was just as confused as you were. You could tell he was thinking about it from the way he hung outside the door, unsure of whether he should come in. And you felt guilty. Your mind began to race, and you stood, tears welling in your eyes as you pulled a duffel bag from the top of your wardrobe. As you pulled a duffel bag from the top of your wardrobe, filling it with your things. You needed to think. You needed to know what Jimin really did love. You needed to know that Jimin really did love you, see a future with you. So you took the coward's way out of the argument. So you took the coward's way out of your argument. Waited until Jimin was asleep, opening the door to the bedroom ever so slightly and you were relieved to see he was not sitting directly at the door. You slipped out of the room, your chest tightening as you spotted him asleep on the couch, and you covered your mouth with your hand as your cries threatened to tear through your throat. It hurt you to do this, but you didn't know what else to do. You needed to think. You couldn't go on like nothing happened. You couldn't go on like nothing happened. You couldn't deal with continuing on like this. So you wrote a shaky note, leaving it on your kitchen bench as you made your way out of your shared apartment. It wasn't a goodbye. Not yet. Panic. Panic was the only thing going through Jimin's mind as he read your note over and over, unable to understand the reason. He was confused. Everything seemed fine. They were happy. You had never expressed any concerns until the night before, but Jimin never expected anything like this. Her note said that she needed to think, but he couldn't comprehend what there was to think about. He gave her everything he had to give and couldn't understand why she would push him away like this. Why sneak out in the middle of the night instead of talking? Jimin raked his hands through his hair, doubting everything he had said. Was he too harsh? Too quick to judge her doubts when she had expressed them? Jimin should have spoken with her. Heard her feelings instead of freaking out. He should have followed her into the room and tried to understand why she felt so unsure. He was used to being the one to resolve. It was his job to keep her from feeling any kind of doubts. He was the one who made her day, not ruin it. Was this the end? Was this finally what brought down their ten years? They were so perfect for each other. 
and he wondered if it was all worth it. Was Jimin really worth everything they had gone through? After finally getting through to the company, allowing them to be friends, let alone even allowing them to date, to get an apartment together, the long separation when Jimin went on tour, she was there for all the stressful nights and insecurities he dealt with as an idol. Had it all become too much? Should he just let her go? Jimin hung around the apartment, waiting anxiously, hoping for her to return, but she never came. Jimin didn't call her, didn't text, didn't call around to find her. She said she needed to think and he was going to give her time, as much as she needed, but he was getting scared. What if she never came back? What if she disappeared completely from his life? And it was that thought that made Jimin realize what their whole argument had been about. He didn't want to lose her. Nothing could ever replace her. Make him feel like she could, but he couldn't remember the last time he had shown her how much he loved her. He had said it countless times, but after 10 years, he felt like there should be something more. And he hated himself for realizing it after she had left. You hesitated outside of the apartment, your hand shaking as you turned the key in the lock. One week you had been gone, seeking the advice of your mother, and yet you still had doubts about your decision. You couldn't just throw 10 years away, but Jimin had done nothing to try and get you to come home. You felt unimportant, abandoned, and you thought that maybe he had grown tired of you. You hated yourself more than you could possibly express, but you needed to do what was best. For the both of you. You opened the door to a silent apartment, and you bit your lip, looking straight forward as you made your way through your home, heading straight for the bedroom to gather the rest of your clothes. Your stomach churned, nerves shaking your hands, and you didn't know if you were relieved or hurt that Jimin wasn't there. You cleared your throat, opening the door to your bedroom, and your heart sank as you cursed. You had jinxed yourself. Jimin sat on the far end of the bed, his back facing you. He knew you were there. You could tell from the way his back stiffened as you entered the room. You sucked in a shaky breath, willing yourself not to cry as you retrieved one of the large suitcases from your wardrobe. You went about packing your clothes, and once that was done, you wandered through the apartment picking up trinket things that you owned gifts from friends and a framed photo of you and Jimin from one of their award shows. You couldn't believe what you were doing. You could feel your heart breaking in your chest and it took everything in you to keep yourself together as you returned to the bedroom, meeting Jimin's panicked gaze as he stood in front of your suitcase. Don't leave, he whispered, and you shook your head, a tear slipping from your eye. Stay with me. I can't. Your voice broke, and Jimin took a step towards you, causing you to flinch. Please, there's nothing like us. His eyes pleaded with you. We've been through so much together. You shook your head once again, mind racing as he continued to talk, his hand fishing into his pocket for something. I'm so sorry I didn't realize sooner, he spoke. I'm so sorry I couldn't give you what you deserve sooner. Jimin pulled out a black velvet box from his pocket, and you couldn't help the sob that escaped from your throat. This couldn't be happening. 
Not when you'd finally made a decision. Not when you'd finally accepted your decision. There's nothing, no one that could ever replace you in my life. He stepped towards you, holding the box flat on his palm, and I never even imagined that I'd find a love that was so true. Jimin pulled the lid open, revealing an intricately patterned silver ring with an orange stone in the middle. It shone as it caught the light and your heart stilled in your chest. This couldn't be happening. You couldn't believe it. You're all I know I need, he pleaded. Please, marry me? You were silent. You didn't know what to do, what to say. Your mother had said to move on, to let him move on, but everything in your gut was telling you that you were supposed to move on together, that you were meant to be, that everything happened for a reason. Jimin fidgeted in front of you, his eyes searching yours as you stared at the ring. You were so completely, unbelievably in love with this oblivious idiot, and you couldn't believe that even though he didn't love you like you loved him. Why couldn't you have asked me that before I packed all of my shit? You laughed, wiping the tears from your eyes as Jimin's face lit up in a grin. I really got into that one. Could you tell? If you've ever been in a situation like that, I hope it worked out well in the end. Our following one-shot is called 500 Days by Admin A from Jimin's Cabs. It features Kim Taehyung from BTS and is under 700 words. It also features a word I mentioned earlier, Obek. Obek means 500. You checked your phone for the thousandth time that day, hoping to see a message or something from Taehyung. Anything to mark the occasion. <sighs> you sighed, a little disappointed, and he knew how much you were looking forward to today. Are you still sulking over Taehyung? Your friend rolled her eyes. It's not really a huge milestone. It is, you spluttered, stamping your foot like a child. It's exactly 500 days. Like, that has to be at least a little cool. It had been a little over 16 months since you and Taeyong had started dating, and you were giddy when you figured it out to be exactly 500 days. It seemed like such a long time to be with someone, when in reality, it wasn't. You'd told Taehyung almost as soon as you'd figured it out, and he was excited to at first, but you could see him lose interest over the following few days. Obviously, he'd forgotten, cancelling the plans you had with him today, not responding to a single happy 500 days text you'd sent throughout the day. You came up to the front entrance to your apartment and you waved goodbye to your friend, a little irritated at her brushing off your complaints. But you'd probably be annoyed too if you asked someone to hang out and all they did was bitch about their boyfriend. You keyed in the door code, smiling at your neighbor as you headed for the stairs. You refused to take the elevator to the second level. Had Taehyung really forgotten? Usually he remembered silly anniversaries, like the first time he slept over or the first time you cooked for him. He was all about silly rememberings. You clutched the shopping bag in your hand. Maybe you shouldn't give it to him. Maybe he'd just find it silly. 
You came up to your apartment and you sighed, wishing you could see Taehyung right now. You opened your front door and froze. Taehyung, upon hearing the door open, shut up and hid something behind his back. I thought you had work, you frowned, setting your bags on the floor by the door as your boyfriend beams at you from across the room. What? Taehyung giggled, his deep voice making your heart race. He flashed his regular rectangular smile as he jumped over to you, kissing your cheek as you heard a small mule from behind his back. He didn't. Happy 500 days, he grinned, pulling a small gray kitten from behind his back. Your eyes widened as the kitten meowed at you, fidgeting in Taehyung's hand. Oh my god, you squealed, gently taking the kitten into your hands. He's so cute! What'd you get me? he questioned, jumping up and down in excitement. You smiled at him and nodded towards the bag. He pulled out a series of shirts, some plain, other with cute prints. He unfolded a shirt with an image of a cat wearing a pair of round framed glasses, similar to the ones you'd seen Taeyong wear. I mean, it's no kitten, but I saw it, and I thought of you. You blushed. I love it, Jaggy, he claimed leaning in to press his lips against yours. You tilted your head to deepen the kiss. But the kitten launched itself forward, almost jumping out of your hands. Taehyung laughed as you panicked, securing your hold on the fragile baby cat, holding it to your chest. Taehyung grabbed your hand and tugged you over to your couch. He had a little play area set up, with cushioned walls to keep it in one place, some toys, and even a little bed set up in the corner. He sat cross-legged on the floor and pulled you down to sit beside him, watching as the kitten curled up in your lap, falling asleep. What's its name? you ask, leaning your head on Torrid's shoulder. Obek, he smiled. What did you think of the cat's name? I had to teach you this word because I don't think it would have the same cute effect in English. Our second last one-shot for the day is called Hall Crush by Admin Plum from Jimin's Cab. It features the youngest member of the boy band BTS, Jeon jong The one-shot is under 1,000 words long, and it is also set in an alternate universe, or AU for short, where jong is a high school student. You watched the clung above the whiteboard in anticipation. You droned out the sound of your teacher's monotonous voice, focusing on the plan you were formulating in your head. There was only three more minutes until the bell rang, signifying the end of first period. After it rings, you would have to bolt for the door and down the hall, towards the stairwell. You had to time this right, or else you'd miss seeing him. Your hall crush, John Jungkook. Everybody had one. Some more than one. Like your friend from art class who was smitten with three guys at once. That was the beauty of hall crushes. You were free to have as many as you want without committing yourself to anybody. Unfortunately, they often led to romanticized delusions, which weren't exactly healthy for teenagers. Nonetheless, school life was boring and fantasizing about someone from far away was one of the easiest things people could do to occupy their mind. At the sound of the bell, you shot up from your seat and waited until the class president told everyone to bow to the teacher before dashing out the door. You hope the stairwell is the perfect kind of busy today, 
Last time it was too crowded and the onslaught of students had pushed you away from Jungwoo. But most of the time, it was the perfect kind of busy, where you would brush by each other and your shoulders touch. And if you're lucky, he might smile at you again. And that was another thing with the hall crushes. It doesn't happen too often, and that was another thing with the hall crushes. Moments with them were, more often than not, fleeting. You may see them every day, but it's hard to have a proper conversation with them when you're both bound for different places. There's never enough time to stop and say hi in the rare moments that there was. Your nerves would often get in the way. It was like meeting an idol you were a fan of. You've been so content in watching them from afar that when you're in a situation where you can actually talk to them, you become tongue-tied. Because, let's face it, how do you start a conversation with someone you feel like you've known for years who knows nothing about you? You made it to the stairwell without a hassle, and your heart pounds in your chest at the sight of his windswept hair. He usually wore it down, not that you minded this new look. In fact, he looked even more gorgeous than usual. You take a deep breath, clasping onto the loose ends of your bag straps, and begin your graceful descent down the stairs. At least, you hope you look graceful. You want to make sure that he always sees you in the best light. You never know. Maybe you'll pique his interest during those maybe you'll pique his interest during those few precious moments where his world and yours collide. Ha! There goes the delusions. But he looks so adorable in his uniform. The way he dressed told you so much about what kind of person he could be. His shirt was always untucked and his tie was always loose. It added a touch of rebellion to the picture you had painted of him in your mind. His eyes are glued to the steps, and you anticipate being near him as he closes the gap between you. Just a few more steps. You sidestep, changing your position so you could get closer. Not long now. You wait for the addictive sensation of tingles shooting up your spine every time he made contact with you. Until... Out of the way! Someone shouts behind you. You lurch forward as a stranger rams into you. You were caught in surprise as they rushed by you, causing you to lose your footing. It felt like the movie Click. Like someone was controlling you from slow motion to fast forward in a matter of milliseconds. One moment you lose your footing and almost fall to your doom and the next you find yourself caught in someone's muscular arms. You look up at your savior, biting down on your lip to prevent yourself from squealing out loud. Your heart is fluttering at the feeling of his hands on your arm, and the other on the small of your back, just underneath your backpack. Be careful, he says as he helps you to your feet. He steps in front of you, arms still gripping your body. His eyes are cautious, wide alert, and brimmed with concern. You almost cooed at how cute he looked. Almost. You open your mouth, but nothing comes out. You want to thank him, but you couldn't find your voice. Are you okay? He asks again. You nod. Yeah. Yes. I am. Thank you. You say, surprised by the meekness of your own voice. He scratches his head. Don't worry about it. Be careful, okay? You nod again, fixed in your spot. 
You try to rack your brain for something to say, but nothing comes to mind. So you stay planted in your spot until he maneuvers around you. I'll see you later then? He smiles as he waves at you. You feel the urge to visit your dentist with how tooth-decayingly sweet he looked. Or maybe the police, because having looks as good as his was surely illegal. You repeat his final words in your head as you make your way to class. There are a million and one ways to interpret what he said, but you'd rather believe that he had the intention of seeing you again. The very thought had you giddy with excitement. This one-shot didn't have as much interaction with the reader. What are your thoughts on this kind of story? In the next episode, I will be reading The Snow Globe Effect, featuring Kim Namjoon, the leader of BTS. For any of you armies out there that must have been curious as to why I left out Namjoon for last, the story is actually written by Guyi from guyi.tumblr.com. They're an amazing writer, and this probably won't be the last time I'll read one of their stories. In comparison to our previous one-shots, this fluff piece comes in at a whopping 10,000 words, probably more. It was a monster of a story to read. But what did you think of the one-shots? Did your toes curl in excitement or cringiness? Fluff one-shots definitely bring out the inner fangirl in me. Majority of them have me squealing like a schoolgirl and screaming into my pillow. I hope you were able to experience that giddiness too. Don't forget to check out jiminscavs.tumblr.com and gookie.tumblr.com and show them some love. Also, if you're a writer who has a story you'd like to be read, or if you're a reader and have a story you'd like to recommend, feel free to drop me a line on fanfable.tumblr.com Twitter at fanfable7 or anchor anchor.fm forward slash fanfable. That's it for today's podcast. Wishing you happy moments. Camille.